<clears throat> yes, another episode of Potential Breakup. Today it is Thursday, April 4th. Um, big day yesterday. Some good conversation with T. Met with some business partners and started to draw some focus in there as well and take a step back for a moment. Um, but I didn't realize that I've kind of gotten off track. I said I'd give some backstory, and I think I've done a very poor job delivering backstory. Um, I guess I don't, I don't know how adding additional backstory, I mean, maybe it strengthens your bond to the relationship, gives you a better vision of where it's at. I did a decent job explaining the beginning with her and I. Um, <clears throat> we did move very quickly. It was weeks after we started like dating, probably a month, that I don't think I ever spent another night away from her, or away from that house anyway. I'd even stay there when she did an overnight for work. Um, yeah, it was just where we both wanted me to be. It was full of emotion. There was no conversations or goal or strategic alignment talk. It was just enjoying the moment and being in love. Um, and we were pretty good at it. Everybody, after a little while, thought it was just like the perfect match that her and I ended up together. Both very easygoing, no arguing, enjoyed, (coughs) excuse me, enjoyed being in social circles, um, friendly, just a a good blend between the two of us, and it still is. We just got to get on the right page, but... So yeah, yesterday I uh, I went and visited a financial advisor and was terrified to get started with him, knowing that I really haven't done much for the future and like, what's this outlook going to look like? And he kind of ran some numbers and we looked at like what your social security should provide you, given that it's around at that time. And if we do the $6,000 a year in an IRA, what that looks like, and then if you retire at this age, and, you know, I kind of told them that I've got that entrepreneur dabbler mindset, I don't know if, like, retirement will ever be my thing, so we kind of estimated that if I made a couple thousand dollars a month for a few extra years, that this is where it would take me, and it showed that I was like 98% on track, like to live a modest retired lifestyle lifestyle and be okay. And I was like, wow. So then I looked at him and I was like, what if, and I think he was waiting for me to say something about the past. Like, what if I would have started five years ago or 10 years ago? And I didn't cause I, I can't change anything I've done in the past. I just looked at him and I'm like, what if I did a thousand dollars a month? in savings and retirement 
and we kind of ran those numbers, and he's like, you would be able to do this, 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 and still have this much in the bank when you projectedly pass away at, you know, 88 or 90 years old. So, um, being 41 years old, I thought it was kind of shocking that that you could be this late to the game and still be 100% on the plan if you start today and stick to that plan. So I can't imagine if you're 25, 20, and you start putting some plan together and your 401k and all that, like you could be in some really good shape. So my advice to anybody would be to, if you have not, schedule a meeting with somebody go over the finances, see the numbers, look at the projections. It's really not as scary as it is. It's kind of like that monster in the closet. I kind of had it made up to be this event that I really didn't want to face and didn't want to deal with. And then when you do it, you're like, kind of let down. It was so easy. Um, If only everything in life were that easy. (laughs) But check that off my list, got started with that, we've got a little plan for the next uh, three to four months to get some, uh, everything in line and rolling, and it feels really good, so I'm just going to stick with the plan, and uh, focus on that, so yes, so for me that was a big step doing that, Um, yesterday I also went over to T's house before my evening meeting after work and we just kind of sat around and like talked for an hour and I think part of the conversation kind of turned into a rehash of last Friday night and part was new kind of exploring some feelings um, trying to get a little better grasp of understanding her anger and how she's going to work with that anger what she's going to do. I kept asking her what she's going to do with this time. I just didn't want to hear nothing, you know, because then that would mean in her eyes, her end of the bargain was pristine. And it was only my end of the bargain that was failing. <clears throat> Where in reality, it takes two to tango. And the fact that you threw armor up and it reminded you of needing to be protected because of your past and that we waited until the pressure cooker lid was about to blow off like that's some stuff that she needs to work on while I'm working on me like yeah I didn't see the signs and yeah I kind of procrastinated dragged my feet in a lot of areas but she, you know she, she's no angel in this I don't think any relationship one person's perfect and I just wanted to hear kind of make sure she understands that I, I have an expectation that she does some work as well and um, we'll see It's I think she's trying still to figure out how not to be angry what that anger really is I think she talked about maybe going back to see her counselor that she liked which would be a huge step for her and it would be a huge step for me honestly like just to know that she's not getting up every morning with a big smile on her face, going on about her day, and then coming home and relaxing and heading to bed when she wants to head to bed and just letting the day pass while I'm grinding through things to make myself a better person. I mean, 
with an end goal of making our relationship better. And I just don't want... I don't know what it is. It's maybe it's just me trying to have an expectation and not accepting the situation. But uh, just want to see a little bit of work on her end as well. But <clears throat> no, it was a good conversation all in all. Um, a lot less emotions for me. I, I think the, the that initial shock mixed with the frustration and anger is really starting to go away and like the reality of it is I'm finding a place to live and I'm going to be living there for a while and we're going to figure out what's best for us I uh, made sure to tell her again that I understand her need for me to move out and I will respect her need for me to move out but I do not agree with it um, I think it's very important that as uh, a couple that we are able to communicate beliefs and thoughts, values, uh, rights and wrongs, even if they don't align, but then have the, uh, the, uh, the sense to discuss it and respect each other's opinion uh, instead of fighting over the opinion and trying to make the other person see that. So, just wanted to make sure that she knew that, you know, what I was doing wasn't because I'm a pushover, it's because I respect her, and if I had a say in how this was working, it would be completely different. So, it's not just a whatever-you-want decision, um, it's made out of respect and other reasons. So, I've been reading a lot about when women want space and you know there's always a ton of underlying issues to that it's never just the last thing that most men think of like the argument or the, I don't know any of it and it's true like when you're in a partnership you do things collectively and they're I'm not saying it's the gold standard by no means but you know most women want a man that take the lead in certain areas and, and kind of guide the ship at times and be the protector and I think as strong as she is and as independent as she is and as secure in herself as she is if she's going to have a partner she still wants a partner that can take the lead and, and not need her to always initiate or be the provider or all of that I think that's where I failed in recognizing what she needed because with her job she's so type A that I just assumed that she wanted to be type A at home and I never put much thought into it and by the time I should have I was kind of lost in my own world and my own little tornado of professional misery and searching for the next latest and greatest idea and product to work or sell and just became so blind to the unhappiness at home and just I would go to bed and lay in bed like huh I guess she doesn't want to have sex tonight, but I would never talk to her about it, and I would never say, hey, I want sex tonight. Like, I, I, I was very allowing 
her to choose and make me the decision maker in like literally almost everything. I mean, even from the day we started dating, other than Christmas Day, we've never went to go visit my parents or never went to spend a holiday, I mean. Um, we're always doing it with her family. You know, the Sunday dinners with her family. Um, nieces and nephew events, all her family. I kind of just gave in and became part of that family, which, don't get me wrong, I love everybody in that family and the acceptance they gave me, and I do feel like I'm part of the family. I'm just pointing out that I gave in on a lot of areas and let her take the lead in a lot of areas, and I did it too often, um, thinking that's what she wanted or needed just because of her drive and passion for work and that take no attitude and I just I don't I, I assume that people that were type A like that were type A all the time um, but then I look at myself even in the mirror and go huh you know I like to be and I choose to be the leader and the type A personality at work yet I'm very very comfortable being the number two at home um, so maybe her and I are more alike in that range than I thought we just got to find a better balance, and I just need to understand that uh, there's certain things that I need to make a decision on, and for the two of us, and be firm on it, and take the reins. So that kind of just spun me off into that. Just being firm is just also saying, "Hey, I disagree with this decision." Um, not changing your mind on it. Just need it to be noted in the notebook that I disagree with it, but I do respect you, and I will do your do as you wish um, and I thought that was a good step for me just to say that instead of saying hey whatever makes this relationship stronger I'm in for it and just not really having an opinion on the situation because I do have an opinion a very strong opinion um, yeah and then we talked about a couple other things and you know the big question I had for her is okay we need you need some space we need to have that conversation down the road to make sure that we're on the same page and that we're aligned and our visions and goals and our efforts are in the right place. What do we do between now and then? Like, what does this space look like? And I, you know, is it, is it the ability to call you in the morning and say hello? Is it the ability to text you throughout the day, like once or twice? Like, like let's, I'm not overzealous and I don't need to speak to her every hour or text her every hour. Quite fine going most of the day without talking to her, especially with work. But like what's the space? What's the what's the guideline that you need at this moment? You're the one that's angry and she's the one that is needing the space. What what does she need? And you know, and she's like, Well I really don't know and I'm like, Well have I been communicating too much? And she's like, No. I'm like, Okay, perfect. So it was good to kinda of lay out what that was and just to understand that Yes, we can still talk. I mean, we're not talking every hour, like I said. But, excuse me, I called and talked to her for just a few minutes this morning before I started recording, just to say good morning and, you know, understand what she's got planned for the day and talk about my day for a minute and her plans for the evening and just say hi. And it was a great little short conversation. And she just said she'd touch base later. 
that means I won't text her until she touches base later. And that that's perfect for me. And it seems to be what she wants and needs also. But I just wanted to make sure that even a couple texts a day or a phone call a day was not her going, Ugh, Jesus. Doesn't he know what space is? I don't want to talk to him. So I just wanted to find that out, that what is that space, especially since she says she's angry. And, you know, we had a good conversation about it. And then I left her with a thought, and I didn't expect an answer, nor did I want an answer. But I just kind of looked at her, and I was like, you know, we're going to, you know, the goal is to kind of date again and kind of rekindle that spark and, and, and then uh, move forward. Like, but how do I? How do we start dating if you're angry? And she just looked at me, and I was like, "It's not a question that I want an answer to. It's just a, something that we need to really think about." Is you know, if I ask you to dinner, or if I ask you to an event, and you say yes because one, you kind of want to go, and two, it's because that's how our vision is to date. But if you've still got that hidden animosity and anger then it's probably not going to be doing us any favors. So that's kind of the next hurdle, I think, that I'm going to kind of stay focused on with her. It's just how do we how do we strip away the anger? I think she's aware of it. She texted me last night and um, just said hopefully it unfolds naturally and she's going to work on kind of removing that anger. Uh, you know, told me that she loves me and she's really happy that her and I are able to communicate and talk about all of it. And it's not an argument. It's not a fight. It's not one-sided. It's just a really good conversation. And some of the topics come out with a little better resolution. Some don't. Um, and that's okay. It's fine. So, yeah, did that. And then I had to go to a meeting with my business partners it was good. We kind of talked about all the different directions we've been trying to run this company in and the different ideas and how we're trying to beat everything and we're getting nowhere. And I just kind of use my personal self as an example to be like, you know, I I was doing that and look where it's gotten me at. Like I'm, I became so lost and confused. I wasn't even sure what I was doing and miserable and it strewed over into every area of my life. You know, we don't want that for this business, so I think it's very important that when, while I take this step back and you guys kind of manage the work that we have and potentially go after some other work, that it's important we figure out what that work looks like and what this mission statement and, and niche is that we're going to really focus on and stop being all over the board. And they both agreed. And, you know, again, we don't know the answer, we don't know the niche, but we know that we know that we're going to make a point to streamline and uh, focus and get a little more clarity of what exactly it is we're going to be doing. And I, and I just left that meeting feeling really, really good. So last night when I laid down in bed and I did a little bit of a reflection on the day and, and my moment of gratitude for the things that I have in my life, like, I was kind of like, wow, the full day and I didn't even realize it, like getting up, working out, getting some stuff done at work, meeting the financial advisor having another conversation with T, kind of defining the future for Riptide Media. I mean, it was a, it was a really 
great day. Accomplished a lot and was able to really kind of start chipping it away at some of the issues that I'm dealing with personally. And man, it felt awesome. So that's my daily update today. Um, Today's Thursday. I'm going to head to Florida tomorrow just to get out of town for four or five days. And I'm just kind of going to go through the motion today at work. I don't have much to do. I'm going to make sure the office works kind of tidied up. Um, Just kind of do me and get out of here, go pack, grab the stuff I need, and then just kind of relax tonight. I've been busy every night this week and just going to relax and do me tonight and get up really early in the morning and hit the road like 4 a.m. So I'm sure we will chat tomorrow. On that note, thanks for listening and I will have a fantastic day today.